Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and I've got a little treat for you beyond, probably, hopefully, uh, doing two this week. Um, because I have a nice little treat for you. But before we go on to that, those of you who have been listening, of course you know I have to do some business on the front. If you want to send me an email at accordingtostupid at gmail.com or at accord to stupid on the Twitter to reach out to me and check myself out and, of course, finding me anywhere that you get your uh, particular podcasts except for, you know, the big ones like Spotify. <laughs> but if you uh, review the podcast and share it with some folks, uh, I have no special treats for you other than I keep doing what I'm doing, which is nice. Um, so uh, the big treat I have for you guys, I actually got a physical letter in the mail to my own home address, uh, which was slightly scary and creepy at the same time, but you know what? I've lived a pretty good life, and if this particular person decides to fucking murder me, then, well, you know, more power to them, I guess. Um, but I got a letter in the mail from a lady I have no idea who she is. No idea, and I don't think she's ever heard of this podcast, but I intend to write her back, and I intend to read her letter to you guys to see what, um... Well, what you think, and also to, uh, you know, have a record of this in case my dead body winds up on the news somewhere. Um, I intend to write her back, and uh, she seems to be lecturing me, and it's handwritten, as far as I can tell, uh, because, or, yeah, it is handwritten because she wrote to me, but she did spell my name wrong, so, you know. Uh, Mr. Walters, as opposed to Waters, uh, that I am. But it's not hard to find me. You know, you look up my name, bam, you probably find out where my address is. But I have a feeling she just went through the mail and was like, you know what, I'm going to send a random-ass letter to somebody, and maybe this will help them out. It's only one page. It isn't too bad. Uh, but it is, um, you know, a little ahead of uh, where we're at, because we're very much into the Old Testament, and I'm going to try to do more episodes uh, as as we go, because I kind of want to get to the the meat that is in the New Testament, as well as, you know, Proverbs and things like that. Right now, we're kind of weighed down by story, and, and that's fine. And making bite-sized episodes that people can go like, all right, that's enough for fucking today, you know? <laughs> as opposed to having, like, hour-long sermons and things. So here we go. Uh, dear Mr. Walters, Walters, hello, Jonathan. My name is, uh, I'll redact her name. Uh, and reside in Elmore County, which is right around us. But she's not quite in the same city, so, you know, good luck finding that. Uh, like yourself, I wanted to share with you some positive information that is upbuilding during these trying times. So far, pretty great. The Bible, and you lost me, actually talks about these times. Uh, but the reason it does is to alert us to a better times ahead. Oh, boy. Uh, maybe, you know, 2020 will end someday. Maybe this, you know, election will change. And uh, maybe we won't have to, you know, hide from COVID and murder hornets and regular diseases and all sorts of dumb fucking shit and wearing masks, uh, which you should fucking do. Um, so better times ahead, right? What is that better time? Jesus told his disciples when he was on earth, as opposed to in heaven, what this better time is. Okay. Jonathan, comma, are you familiar with the Lord's Prayer at Matthew 6, 9? I assume I am. 
But uh, I, I know the big Lord's Prayer, uh, but I apparently did not get this one. But um, we'll find out. Let's see, because apparently our Lord's Prayer is different from this lady's Lord's Prayer. Let's read that verse to learn about the promise made to us by God himself, which uh, I'm always a little sketchy about, like, well, God and Jesus should be two different people, right? Despite the idea that, like, his power comes to Jesus, but at the end, Jesus' last words, as far as I remember, were, Father, they know not what they do, and as much as I... Uh, can take on a title of father, provided you know, the transubstantiation, which I still don't quite understand, because as much as I can have titles of son, much like my own father is a son of someone else, etc., etc., I am actually not my dad. And that just, I can't. <laughs> There's no way I can make that happen. Uh, anyway, but so... I digress. So here is the Matthew 6, 9 that apparently she's referring to. You must pray then this way. Our Father in the heavens, let your name be sanctified. Let your kingdom come. Let your will take place as in heaven, also on earth. Hmm. I don't know if this has been changed a bit. Maybe this is a, um, a, a different uh, telling of it. But uh, the Lord's Prayer that I grew up with, and I know some people change trespasses to debtors and, and so on. Very small changes that don't really matter. This one seems to be a bit more bit changed <laughs> from what I remember it being. Because uh, I remember, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Very nice. I like it. It's all right. I hope things are good. <laughs> Uh, I hope things keep giving us our daily bread so that we can keep fucking going. God, if he exists, is I am fucking powerful. Hallowed be thy name. It's holy. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, let us test ourselves on temptation. But uh, uh, as far as pure evil, let, let's avoid that. It's, it's highfalutin, I'll admit. But it gets the point across, right? Uh, so this one's a little bit different. Not totally things, but it's also much shorter uh, than this. She's also underlined kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Let your will take place as in heaven, also on earth, is also underlined, which these two are not necessarily exclusive with the idea that I guess in Revelations, which I have every intention once we get there to start talking to some heavy metal bands to be like, hey, uh, the, any tracks we can have in the background would be fucking rat. Um, and so on. If not, I'll just steal from GarageBand because I've been doing that so far and other places. Uh, <laughs> some royalty stuff. Uh, that's in the description. Anyway, so it keeps going. Yes, Jonathan, that better time on earth is what Jesus told us to pray for. I don't really quite get that with this. Um, because the, those two thoughts are kind of different in this, right? Because you have, okay, so the idea is there's a better time coming, right? Um, and where she references her citation is Matthew 6, 9. Okay. Now, where that comes from is the Lord's Prayer, apparently. Uh, our Father... 
in the heavens, okay, up there, let your name be sanctified. It's powerful. It's holy. All right. That's just him. Uh, let your kingdom come. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it, that one might be up for debate. It it might be something of just like open up the heavens, which might also open up onto earth itself. There is the potential there. Um, it also kind of sounds a little invasive, a little invadery of like, bring on the kingdom. Uh, let your will take place, because you're God, apparently, as in heaven, also on earth. Now, I guess, but it seems very dictatorly in that. Um, with the hope, the hope that he is not too judgmental of, uh, oh, I don't know, how many alcoholic drinks you might have had, or how many times you masturbated that week, or impure thoughts, etc., etc. Because uh, Old Testament God and New Testament God are two very different people. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't know if we're talking about Jesus or we're talking about God. And uh, in my opinion, they're two different people. Uh, but I could be wrong. So, I mean, there is a little bit of a connection there, but it doesn't overtly say he's coming down to rule over us, as opposed to what it seems to be in um, the, fuck, what is it, left behind or the, the whatever it is, uh, where you get sucked up to heaven, which means that there's a bunch of people who are going to, as I remember uh, from various things, make war with Satan, which sounds a lot more fun <laughs> in that sort of way. Um, true, I'd rather be in heaven just watching from Bob being like, look at them go, but if you gotta go, it, fighting Satan sounds pretty fucking metal. Um, Jesus tells us that it is God's kingdom or a government directed by him, okay, through his son, Jesus. All right, well, um, kind of puts Jesus at an end of like what he wants to do, but... All right. To find more about this kingdom, you can either email me, and, and I intend to email her, uh, with any questions you may have, or go to jw.org, which I haven't done yet, but I'm very curious with the JW bit, for information. I hope this brings... Oh, is it Jehovah's Witnesses? Oh, I finally figured that shit out. Uh, I hope this brings hope to you during these stressful times. Sincerely. And I fucked up. Uh, I almost said her name on there. Uh, thank God for editing tools. So I got that, and I'll uh, email her after I do this particular episode and let her know uh, what's going on. And uh, I might be uh, excommunicated and hated and maybe visited by some Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, which could be fun. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. So that's new. So what do you guys think? Send me an email. What do you think? Um... Yeah, so we're uh, still on Kings. Uh, we're going to do Kings 13 and 14 today, provided they're not too terribly long, but they probably will be. Um, the fuck happened last time? So Solomon uh, died and left it to his son or one of his sons from far off, but he had three sons he could choose to have happening, but things kind of got in the way. Um, but eventually one got up there and I don't know how long he's going to last but we'll <laughs> but we'll see there is a little carving over here if you look at your James, king james bible online.org uh to see what I'm looking at at least for chapter 13 for kings 1 um let's see where are we at with this so we're on chapter 13 so we're we only have about five more episodes uh ish for kings and then first kings and then second kings and then 
we're we're getting through the first you know one two one two and then it's just people and um psalms proverbs ecclesiastes and so on so on so forth um which also i got to read some scripture at a funeral recently uh for some friends of the family whose uh my godfather's mother died very sad um of cancer which fuck cancer of course um, so I got to read a, a couple of, of passages, which I am very unfamiliar with, but I, well, one I'm familiar with, the other one I absolutely was not. Uh, it was uh, a letter, the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians, which from what I understand going to Catholic school, Catholic mass several times, was that Peter was very fond of writing letters to an entire city. And, um, and the other one was Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 11, and that's the, uh, uh, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to hate, a time to, for peace, et cetera, et cetera. That one, which is nice, you know. Um, I like that one. It was good. So I got to read that. So once we get to Ecclesiastes, we'll get to see that one. And I, I think a uh, letter from Paul to the Corinthians or Peter to the Corinthians is, um, is way down the line. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Kings chapter 13. Let's, let's do this. Uh, and behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And uh, Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. Good for him. And he cried against the altar and the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, Josiah by name. And upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. Oh, that's not good. So uh, is this a portent that Josiah is going to fuck shit up? And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord hath spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. Oh, no. And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar of Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up, so that he could not pull it in again to him. And his hand, which he put forth against him. Oh, shit. Huh. Well, okay, okay. so if I'm getting this right, and Jeroboam raised his hand being like, fuck him, and the, he put his hand on, uh, and his hand, so Jeroboam, I guess, Jeroboam, uh, his hand got, like, all mummified. <laughs> oh, fuck! And the altar was also rent, and the ashes poured out of the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. Who is this guy? You'd think they'd name him. Uh, okay. So, uh, the king answered and said unto the man of the Lord, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God and pray for me, that my hand may now be restored to me again. Ah, so it was his hand, all shriveled up. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and became as it was before. Oh, good. That's nice. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. Ew. Slightly creepy, but all right. I mean, if you can heal a dude's hand, I'm probably going to follow him too. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so it was charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. So <laughs> you got to go the long way. 
So he went away, so he went another way, and returned not by the way he came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, the words which had spoken, uh, which he had spoken unto the king, them they told also to their father. And their father said unto them, uh, What way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said unto his sons, Saddle me the ass. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass. <laughs> so they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon. And went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God that camest from Judah? And he said, I am. <laughs> Then he said unto him, Come home with me and eat bread. And he said, Motherfucker, I said I wouldn't. Uh, I may not return with thee, nor go with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. <laughs> and quit fucking following me. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. He said unto him, I am a prophet, also as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. Yeah, otherwise we would have fucking heard that. But then again, we seem to find things being like, I guess we got to take it as fact. Um, uh, so he tricked him. So hopefully this man of God does not get punished because, you know, reasons. But I guess you... In this particular world of things, being like, you motherfucker, is this angel higher than me? This lying, winged thing? If I want you to do something, I, me, God, will fucking tell you. And that's how that'll go. So, I mean, I, I still feel like, eh, damn it. <laughs> um, so we went back with him and did eat bread in his house. Fuck. And drank water. Damn it. And it came to pass that they sat at the table, and the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back, being like, Hey, motherfucker, what are you doing? And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, For as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord, it wasn't his fault, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee. Again, I get it. You gotta answer to the highest of powers. It's kind of a military thing. But goddammit, like, why the fuck are we punishing that guy when you should be punishing the king? But camest back, and hast eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulchre of thy fathers. Fuck! And it came to pass, after he eaten bread, and after he had drunk, and he saddled for him the ass to wit, for the prophet whom he had brought back. And when he, ca when, when he had gone, a lion, oh my God, a lion met him, by the way, and slew him. What the fuck? And his carcass was cast in the way, and the ass stood by it, and the lion also stood by the carcass. Well, of course, but I figured he'd go for the ass first, but, you know, whatever. And behold, men passed by, and saw the carcass cast in the way, and the lion standing by the carcass, and they came and told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt. This is an overreaction. <laughs> uh, but I understand being like, well, I could have taken the body, but see, here's the thing. A lion was there, and I don't know about you, but we cannot afford a spear, let alone our own life to fight you know, a lion, and then me on my own, I am not David. So, I mean, guess you won. Good job. You get to eat him, whoever the fuck he is. 
And when the prophet that brought him back by the way heard thereof, he said, It is the man of God, who was disobedient unto the word of the Lord. Man, word travels fast. Therefore the Lord hath delivered him unto the lion, which hath torn him and slain him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake unto him. Still, very unfair and really shitty of God to not punish the man who lied to get his servant who motherfucker was doing his damnedest at as far as i could tell to be like hey no i n-uh. and i guess i get it words versus deeds but n-uh. <laughs> also it's very easy to lie to a bunch of people in this place i guess fuck and he spake to his son saying saddle me the ass and they saddled him <laughs> oh my And he went and found his carcass cast in the way, and the ass and the lion standing by the carcass. And the lion had not eaten the carcass, nor torn the ass. He just killed him. And the prophet uh, took up the carcass of the man of God, and laid it upon the ass, and brought it back. And the old prophet came to the city to mourn and to bury him. And he laid his carcass in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. So it's not in the sepulcher, but, you know, good Christian burial, I guess. And it came to pass, after he had buried him, that he spake to his sons, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the sepulcher, wherein the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he carried by the word against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria, shall surely come to pass. After this thing Jeroboam returned not from his evil way, but made again to the lowest of the people priests of the high places. Whosoever would, he consecrated him, and he became one of the priests of the high places. And he gets rewarded? And this thing became sin unto the house of Jeroboam, even to cut it off and to destroy it from off the face of the earth. Nito. Um, okay, well, uh, Jeroboam's fucking shit up. <sighs> All right, well, here we go. Uh, chapter 14. At that time, Abijah, the son of, <laughs> of Jeroboam, fell sick. Sick. He fell sick. He's sick now. Uh, Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise, I pray thee, and disguise thyself, that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam. Uh-oh, I, I'm scared of this. And get thee to Shiloh. Behold, there is Ahijah the prophet, which told me that I should be king over his people. Over this people. So is it a different Ahijah as opposed to Abijah? Okay, so uh, Abijah as a Ahijah. Yeah, H.J. B.J. <laughs> All right. Uh, and take with thee ten, ten loaves and cracknels and a cruise of honey and go with him. He shall uh, tell what shall become of the child. All right. I don't know why you got to disguise him, but her, but all right. And Jeroboam's wife did so because finally get to get out of the house and arose and went to Shiloh and came to the house of Hijah. But Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. Then why the fuck are we disguising her? And the Lord said unto Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh to ask a thing of thee for her son. For he is sick, and thus and thus shalt thou say unto her, For it shall be when she cometh in, that that she shall feign to be another woman. Okay, so the Lord is letting Ahijah know, which is fine. So it'd be easy. I guess disguise, I guess, could be you show up and sound like a different woman and look like a different woman or different person 
than what he's expecting. Maybe he could see before, and maybe he went blind recently. You know, God's vengeful that way. <laughs> and it was so, when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet, and she came in at the door, that he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam. <coughs> Excuse me. Why faintest thou thyself to be another? For I am set to thee with heavy tidings. Go tell Jeroboam, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, for as much as I exalted thee from among the people and made thee prince over my people Israel, and rent the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to thee, and yet thou, well, David was dead, and yet thou hast not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart, to do that only which was right in mine eyes. This is kind of an argument against the whole free will thing. In Kings, it very much sounds like God wants everybody to be David. David, 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 David. If you keep being David, if everybody would just be fucking David, everyone would, everything would be goddamn fine. But nobody wants to be David because somebody way the fuck back ate some goddamn fruit and now you guys be like, oh, this works out really easy and I didn't have to work for it and so, you know, entitled children fucking suck. That's kind of where we're at with this. Um, <laughs> but it does put again, being like, why isn't everybody David? Um... But hast done evil above all that were before thee. For thou hast gone and made thee other gods, and molten images to provoke me to anger, and hast cast me behind thy back. Well, you're not really helping us. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam, and will cut off from Jeroboam him that pisseth against the wall. Oh, shit. <laughs> and him that is shut up and left in Israel, and will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam, as a man taketh away dung, till it be all gone. Wow. That one, you know, we got piss and shit in this one. Um. Okay, so someone's going to piss on the wall. And he's going to be left in Israel, and we're going to just rent Jeroboam from this shit as, as you take away a dung heap. Him that dieth in Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat. Oh, shit. And him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat, for the Lord hath spoken it. I have a feeling there's going to be a plague. Um... Arise, thou therefore, get thee to thine own house, and when thy feet enter into the city, the child shall die. Ow! And all Israel shall mourn for him, and bury him. For he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing toward the Lord, God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. I don't know what it was, because I don't remember. Moreover, the Lord shall raise him up, a king over Israel. He's dead! Who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam that day? But what? Even now. What? Okay, so we have... Who's going to kill everybody? We're going to raise that one up. Oh, good choice. Good job. I'm, oh boy. For the Lord shall smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and he shall root up Israel out of this good hand, which he gave to their fathers, and shall scatter them beyond the river, because they have made their groves, provoking the Lord to anger. I guess it's just a pretty language way of just like, you planted these fucking seeds, and now you get to sow them. Um, or I get to sow them. Eh, 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 eh. And he shall give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, who did sin and who made Israel to sin. Well, 
it was mostly him. And you're also punishing the one guy. You punished the one guy who fucked up a little bit because you he was told by a different messenger to do a thing. And, eh, again, it's easy to lie to these fuckers, but what did you expect? And you super punished him as opposed to really super punishing, which it seems you're getting to, this asshole who you could have punished way before. Just saying. <laughs> you could have kept a guy of the Lord and you could have been like, hey, you get one. All right? This is it. After this, you're going to get a real shitty death. And maybe that was his one. Maybe that was his last one. Being like, listen, if you do this, I'm going to fucking kill you. But he didn't say that. He just said, don't do it. As far as we know. Because I would tell everybody, being like, I'm not eating here because God said he'd sick a lion on me. And I don't want that fucking shit to happen. But if you tell me some other winged motherfucker told you to tell me to come to you, I can only assume that you're telling the truth. Because you come down a line of David... And I assume the God, God has your back and that you would just get a messenger either from him or one of his people. And why would you lie? <laughs> why are we punishing someone who is trying to see the better in people? Seems kind of wrong to me. But I digress. Also, just a thought. Why is the wife even sticking around after hearing this? Being like, I'm going to hop back in. I'm going to tell everybody some news and I'm going to fuck off. Maybe she does. I don't know. Um, and Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Tirzah. And then she came to the threshold of the door. The child died. Uh, and they buried him. And all Israel mourned for him according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by the hand of his servant Ahijah the prophet. So Abijah, Abijah is dead. Ahijah, blind, is still hanging out, I guess. Hopefully he's not living in Israel. Otherwise, after revealing, they'd be like, by the way, I'm moving to my timeshare in Canaan. And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Are we getting into that? Oh, boy. And the days which Jeroboam reigned were two and twenty years. Oh, well, fuck that. Dude, like, ugh. God sometimes is very slow, and I think they're just pointing a plague to him. Ugh. <laughs> he slept with his fathers. Ew. Oh, as in he's dead. Uh, and, and Nadab, his son, reigned in his stead. And Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty and one years old when he began, began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord did choose out of all the tribes of Israel, to put his name there. And his mother's name was Namah, an Amoritess. Nido. And Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they had committed, above all that their fathers had done. For they also built them high places and images and groves on every high hill and under every green tree. Uh, and, there also, uh, and there were also sodomites in the land, and they did no good. <laughs> I thought we killed all of them. Uh, but apparently they can spring up all over the place. Uh, they were also sodomites in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the nation which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. So, hold on. That particular one, uh, <laughs> sounds like 
God is just an AOE caster, and what I mean by that is he's there to just, to whom it may concern, just explode shit, and whoever survives, survives, and he leaves it. So he decimated, he destroyed, he probably, uh, what is a nine summated, uh, left, only a percentage left. But it sounded like before, he just wiped out all of the Sodomites and the, um, uh, the Gammarites, I guess. Uh, from that place, but it sounds to me like either someone left a book or someone just rediscovered it, going like, you know, fucking up the ass is pretty great, right, 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 and you get some buddies. Or ladies, who knows, I don't know. Um, (laughs) But it does kind of sound like uh, God did a messy job of it. Uh, You know, just saying. He probably didn't. People come back. Uh, Way of thinking's come back, which is shitty, but it does. And I didn't mean to make a pun there, but it's really funny that way. Uh, And it came to pass in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. Were we friends with them? And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all, and he took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. Uh, that sounds either really, really easy, or he took them by force, and we're not really sure. Regardless, he took them. And King Rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields, which committed them into the hands of the chief of the guard, which kept the door of the king's house. Uh Uh-huh. Um, oops. And it was so, when the king went to the house of the Lord, the guard bare them, and brought them back into the guard chamber. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles and the kings of Judah? I don't fucking know! And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all their days. Oh, cool, so we're having a civil war in this. Uh, A brotherly war. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and died. Uh, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And his mother's name was Namah the Amoritus, and Abijam, his son, reigned in his set. So we're back to Abijam. Oh, uh, it's not Abijam. It's Abijah. Now we have Abijam. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, things are moving, I guess. Uh, still, things are... Things are fucky. That's for damn sure. Um, thank you guys for listening. That is our two chapters for today. Uh, please send me an email at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. Uh, please give us a five-star rating if you can. And if you want to find me on the Twitter sphere, it's at accordtostupid. And, uh, I'm usually on there for funsies. So, uh, please, oh, please, oh, please send us our stuff. Give us a listen. Share with your friends. Um, make a drinking game. It could be fun. Uh, you guys rock. And you've been gospel to by the stupid. Mm-hmm.